Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Flux Depose Championship Edition Hyper Alpha 14 version 2.1. I am Jason Lacey, joined by my most favorite person, Lucas Rose, the Hi. voice of the people. I am the voice of Each the people. Each time I say that, I, it's a hook to hope that you go, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There we go. There I we go. I had to dig down deep for that one. <laughs> there we go. I am contractually obligated over to say my most favorite assumption. I do apologize. That's true. You had a good negotiation. You had a good clause that you put that in there for all future podcasts. It's true. I, I we have to keep up appearances around here. So <laughs> even though there's a there's a secret feud that you don't know about. That's right. That's right. We're not we're not really friends, but we play it up for the podcast. On right. the docket today, this being episode 168, recording on. Tuesday, the 27th of June, 2017, we have IRL, we have What You Plan, we have an Overclocked Remix, and we even talked a little Netflixation this week, which was Masterminds, a feel-good comedy, a dark comedy, a true story, what does it all mean, then we'll round it up with some community grab bag, we'll mix in an awkward finish, a couple more bad impressions, you shake it all together, much like a tube sock in the, the washing machine, and you got a solid episode of Plus Suppose, so saddle up. Hold on to your butts, because when this baby, when this podcast hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. And that's how we do it. So thank you for strapping in and joining us if it's your first time. Hopefully you like what you hear. If you're a returning guest, well, hey, by golly, we're happy to have you here with us. Pull up a stool, stay a while, and listen, because this is this is Fluxtapose, the slice of life buddy comedy starring myself and Lucas. The podcast you didn't know you needed. But now you got. True. That's what we you do here. It. We are jacks of all trades, masters of none. That's a good show. That's right. Remember when we were like, hey, let's play let's play the dig every week and we'll talk about it. <sighs> hey, I, I, soon. I think soon it's going to be back in rotation. Good. If, no, if I, nothing else, definitely when the baby's naps normalize. Because right now he's still in that <laughs> period where he's like, I'm going to sleep for 10 minutes and then be angry at you all day. What is it, about five, somewhere between the four to six month mark, somewhere in there, and they're like, hey, you know what? When you put me down for a nap, I'll stay to sleep for a marginal amount of time. So that's what we're working towards here. Then I might have a little more time to play the dig. You'll have so much time you won't even know what to do with it. I, I tell you what, it already is like that. When there's the times when he's like, when he does take a long nap, and we'll be like looking at one another and be like, I don't know what to do right now. Like, this is... I'd I, be... I, I, I'd be afraid to start anything because you're you're just like, how long will it last? You know. I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's true. Idle well, hands are the devil's. Well, playground. it's already it's already pushed me. Like it's funny because we always talked about how I was predominantly a multiplayer gamer, and it, it already has happened where I'll be like, well, I shouldn't even bother getting into this match because like any time I'm gonna get the call, the baby call, and I'm gonna be on <laughs> on duty. So. It's like, well, if I play something single player, I can just boop, jump in or jump out. Or better yet, if I'm down here on the Switch, I can just pick it up off the dock and away I go. You know, It's true. So, Lucas, as the people know, as we discussed on last week's episode, you were well in. You were like elbow deep in motor oil and grease and man mm-hmm. sweat. You were doing car work. Do you have a project update? I may or may not have seen a sneak peek on Snapchat, oddly enough. Usually I get the Snapchat <laughs> notifications, and I go, swipe. I don't want to look at this garbo. <laughs> but this time I did. I clicked. Wow. I, I tapped. I double tapped. I swiped right, and I saw 
I saw an engine purring. Lucas. Yes, you did. Tell us. Um, I will. So I got everything put together yesterday. Got everything put back together, I should say. Even the pieces that uh, weren't the timing belt, just the crap you had to get out of the way. So everything's back on the car now, and I don't even have pieces left over. So yes, <laughs> that's that's a major win. However, so I took it for I've been flushing the coolant because I lost so much coolant that I was going to replace it with more of a um, more of a formula that would be uh, better for an import car. Like OK, mine, like, Some you know, fancy Nissan, stuff. Honda. Eh, fancy. I mean, it doesn't cost anymore, but it, oh, okay. it, it I had to do a coolant flush flush anyway. a coolant flush. Is it a, a semi synthetic? Anyway. Um. No, I don't think so, because if it wasn't expensive enough to be synthetic. Um, so I've been doing this coolant flush, which been has prolonged this process, because I, um, what I had in there before was just your basic green, and green is like, you can get green in any vehicle, or, you know, you can put that stuff in any vehicle just about. But I, I was trying to be, you know, more specialized, and mm-hmm. so I start doing this flush, and I'm using distilled water, and it's taken forever, because you can only do about one gallon at a time because you have you have the water that's in your radiator, then you have the water that's in your engine block, and then you have the water that's in your heater core. And all of that gets circulated with water, coolant, and all that stuff. But anytime you stop your engine and drain the radiator, that all you're draining is the radiator coolant. You you can't drain the engine block from there or the heater core. That coolant stays in there. Um and so to flush it, you have to do it so many times because you're once you mix in a gallon of water with what a, what what's still in there, um, you're only getting out a gallon. At least in my system, you're only getting a gallon back out. So one there might be, one. yeah. So basically, yeah. If you think there's probably a gallon, there's a gallon in the radiator and probably a gallon between the heater core and the engine block. Uh, those two combined are probably a gallon as well. So I, uh, it's a long and arduous process because you gotta, you put in the water, you gotta wait for, you run it for a little bit. I also used an additive that cleans the the gunk out of there because there's usually no rust protection in your radiator or in those those areas because there's not going, it's not gonna see. It's a closed system, right? So you um, you might have rust in there if you use just regular tap water, for instance. You can do that, but it uh, might corrode over time. And this vehicle is 25 years old, so I'm trying to not have to buy an aftermarket radiator because it's all crappy now because I just threw some garden hose water in there. <laughs> um, so it takes a long time because you gotta you got to refill it, which takes forever uh, because it, um, it gets air pockets and it it uh, doesn't want to go down. You have to wait for it to kind of go blub, blub, blub. Then you fill oh. it a little bit more, and then it goes blub, blub, blub. Um, and then you run it for 10 minutes. Then you turn off the car. And then, of course, you have to wait for it to cool down because you don't want to burn yourself. Um, so, I mean, every every flush is like an hour to hour 15 minutes by the time you get it re- um, uh, once you take out the uh, the plug and drain it again. So I did that about four or five times, I think, with distilled water until the green came out fairly clear. But by the end of it, it was pretty much the same color each time, just a light, light, light green. And I said, I can't keep doing this all day because I've, <laughs> I've already been doing it for two days. 
So I said, all right, that's that's going to be enough. You know, I might I might flush it after it runs a little bit and then fill the the radiator again. But I put coolant in there now. So it's probably I don't think it would last the winter. It probably would freeze at this point, but hopefully I can drain it again and get another um, get another gallon of antifreeze in there. So that was one that was uh, another thing that was taking a long ass time. But the car runs. So I take it out for a test drive once I finally get the coolant in. That was something I did at like 3 p.m. today, 3.30. I also lost a bunch of transmission fluid, so I had to replace that as well. That was a big worry. And trying to re-transmission fluid on that dipstick is not easy, especially when you add new transmission fluid through the dipstick, which is like the only way you can really add it in most cars. Um, It's so clear pink when you first add it that it's hard to tell if you're reading – your actual oil or if you're just getting the residual from what you just poured in. So I've been, I'm adding, like, I know at least a good portion of what came out of there, but uh, it still seems pretty low, but I took it for a test drive. Once I got two more quarts in there thinking I'm not going to drive it very far. I just want to yeah. make sure it rolls down the, the street. Was that so, how nerve wracking was that? Very nerve wracking. <laughs> and uh, for good reason, because it drives, a little bit differently now and i'm not sure why i mean this car has been setting for about six months now because uh by the time i got around to doing this you know normally it sits for the winter months and i would start it up and stuff but uh over the last year it was uh stored outside for the first time and because i couldn't fit it in my garage and right. uh i wasn't able to start it up during that time either um so it had been sitting for quite some time. So I didn't I didn't imagine it would run very well, especially with some old gasoline in there and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I figured it'd be a little bit rough. But once I get it, you know, running some more, hopefully that stuff will even out. But I got I took it home and uh, I opened the hood and I saw smoke. And I was like, what the hell? Oh, no. Because the radiator, the, the temperature stayed within operating temperature on the gauge. So I was like, is my, is that not working or something? What's going on? So I look at where the smoke's coming out of and it's coming from within the timing belt cover. So the timing belt and it smells like burnt rubber. So the tiny timing belt is rubbing on something in there. And it didn't like when I had it idling, it wasn't doing that. At least I couldn't, I didn't detect that happening. Right. But when I was driving it, it heated it up enough that it started smoking. So one, that's really bad for the belt, and I have no idea how. Right, how, like how much? How much does it damage it? What's the structural integrity at this point? Exactly. So, uh, now I gotta take the timing belt cover off, which I I can do that side without having to undo everything else. It's just a pain because it's really tight in there. So I'm gonna undo that side, and I'm gonna look in there, and hopefully it's just like. Hopefully the timing cover is what's getting in the way and I just need to bolt it down better or less tight or something. And it's not that I put together something incorrectly and now it doesn't realign itself and uh, is just like sliding back and forth on the on the gears all over the place. So I have no cl- I have no idea. I have to that I got home, saw that and I was like, I can't. I can't deal with this right now because I've been working on this for so long that that was very disheartening. Oh, I was yeah, very, sure. I was very bummed. I still am bummed, uh, 
about that. So, I mean, it's running. It started. It seems like it's okay. Uh, but until I get that figured out, I can't drive it. So right, right. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm hoping I just, like I said, I hope I'm just open it up and it's just like a quick fix. But I, I really doubt it. Worst case scenario, either I'll just take it to uh, my father-in-law's and hopefully we can just figure it out and get it put back together within a shorter period of time. Or there's a garage down the street that I've seen um, cars. I've seen a 300ZX parked out there, but not recently. Um, But other cars of that kind of um, sort of import sports car nature yeah. So I know they I know they work on cars similar to mine there and I would see like hey I I've already done all the parts and bought everything I just need you to tear it down and and look and see what I did wrong basically. Right, um, right. Cuz right. they would they would do it a lot faster than I would. So then I would just pretty much be paying for labor. But it it helps to take it to a place where they're familiar with the engine mm-hmm. because it's so packed in there that it's not just like you look in there and everything is immediately obvious as to how you how you access everything. So that's like worst case scenario, but we'll see. Uh, tomorrow I'll open it up and take a look and see what's going on. And fingers crossed, I can just I can just uh, fix it without having to pull it apart. So. Yeah, because that would just be a pain after all that work to tear. Yeah, yeah. I I I don't know. I would. Probably wouldn't drive it for the rest of this year. Is it possible, like maybe it, that it slipped, that belt slipped a little bit and got it off where it's supposed oh, to be? I, 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 I don't think so. If it did, it would only be off by like one, and it still would run. Okay. I mean, you don't want to run it like that, but it wouldn't like destroy right. the engine. But if it, if it's, it shouldn't be loose in there. When I checked it by hand, it was not loose. It was much tighter than when than before I did the, 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 uh, change. So if it slipped or what I'm thinking is that it's tight on there, but it's allowed to move forward and back on the gears, not like skipping teeth, but mm-hmm. allow being allowing to slide in the grooves as it were the teeth of the, of the cogs. So I don't know. I'm, I'm just hoping I can figure out what it is and, as long as they look good on the cogs and it's not like half the belt is off the cog, then right, then, um, I, I should be able to figure out what's going on. Because, like I said, I turned it over by ha- hand and at idle, it didn't make any of those noises or smell like smoke or anything. So, mm-hmm. um, so hopefully it's just something that is just kind of not in the right spot and I can just readjust it really quick. So right, if right, not, absolutely. If not, I might just, I don't know, drive it off a cliff and be done with it. Yeah. Well, so. it makes you feel any better. Like, my rear suspension makes this cool, like, squeaking sound when I, so. Oh. There's that. Uh, it's, so it's you got a pro- new new thing to worry about. Well, I, I just know it needs to be done. I, I'm sure it's pretty rough, but, eh. <laughs> Still goes right. down the road, right? That's right. At this point, it's paid for. It's not falling apart yet. You keep on driving. I mean, it's <laughs> what? Right. It's uh, almost a 10-year-old car, so, I mean. Yeah. Well, that and that's along with my thinking. Like, my my objective here, it's not a 
it's not a show car by any means. Like I'll never, it's a 25 year old car. It'll never yeah. run the way it did 10, mm-hmm. heck 10 years ago, 15 years ago. I've had it for about eight years now. It'll never run the way it did when it rolled off the, the factory floor. But I, I at least want it to work so that it doesn't blow itself up is my objective. So, so if I, if I blow the motor, the, I guess that's really what I'm bummed about is if, if for some reason something bad happens, I just dumped like $500 into this car to, to do maintenance for no reason. If the, if the motor blows. So yeah, that sucks. That's, that's part of why I'm bummed. Not just cause I don't get to drive my car. So. Right. Right. So that's really the major update. Everything. I, I don't think we really did. Uh, we went out for sushi and it was freaking delicious. That was nice. Went to Sushi Maru. In Grand yeah, it looks like you guys had a little a little baby free outing. Yeah, we just needed some time to just kind of toddler decompress. free outing, I guess I should say. Yeah. Yeah, toddler now. Uh little little decompression time after all the shit's that shit that's happened. So we uh we got some sushi, which I haven't had in a really long time. I got a basically a shrimp tempura roll. Do you still get oh, I was gonna say do you still get sashimi? Uh, I got nigiri. Nigiri, that's uh, what it is. That's the stuff. Yeah, where, like, I don't know what the sashimi is. The sashimi is something, but I don't know what it is. The, yeah, the nigiri is like uh, a big slice of. It's like the, uh, it's like the clump tuna. of rice, and then the fish like wrapped around it. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's just a clump of rice and like a ball of rice and a big old slice of fish. Yep. I got some smoked salmon. It was effing delicious. It was According so good. According to Google, sashimi is a Japanese delicacy consisting of very f- fresh raw meat or fish sliced into thin pieces. So oh. very similar, like. Sh- so very thin pieces, though. Yeah. So there you go. Let's see a picture this... of this. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, it's similar then. Yeah, very similar in appearance. I think your... it might basically be the exact same thing. Oh, here you go. Your nigiri versus sashimi difference. Um, nigiri is a specific type of sushi consisting of a slice of raw fish over pressed vinegared rice. Sashimi mm-hmm. refers to just the slices of the fish. Oh, so there, you go. Okay. there you go. Probably the more, much more mild. Know, there's your the flexible fact of the night. The more yes. you know. Hey, people uh, are very serious about their their sushi. That's right. They are. Uh, as for me, you know, typical weekend, I feel like we... Um, did a few things that were a good time. However, uh, Sunday night will be referred to as Death Day because started off great. I went for took Asher for a, a good run, uh, hung out, and then all of a sudden, like I don't even know what time it was. Sometime in that night, he like came out of our bedroom with like this guilty look on his face, and then all of a sudden, he started doing this. You know, dogs have like this reverse sneeze thing they do, which I yeah. he's done that before. You know, and, and it sounds like they're trying to clear the nasal passage, and they're basically rapidly snorting air inward, and they just and it's loud and obnoxious sounding, and it sounds horrible. Sort of similar to that, except he was like gulping. It's almost something like a hiccup, but he's like gulping and swallowing, and then as he's doing that, he's like vigorously li- licking. Um, and it was very loud, very like, what the hell? And he started like spazzing around the house all of a sudden and, and like wanted to go outside. So we let him out. As soon as he goes outside, he like mad dashes for any weed or plant he can get his mouth on and starts chowing down on, on greens. 
I'm trying like, oh, to God, throw this, up. Yeah, I'm like this means he's got a stomach problem. Eats a bunch of that, comes back in, decides to eat some more of his food. Then he, in the process, just keeps repeating. Then he wants to go outside again, and then finally he goes out, and then he threw up, emptied his stomach. I like pick through it, like I don't see anything that he shouldn't have eaten. I don't know what the deal is, and then he was fine. He was, I hung, I was playing arms down here. He hung out with me, didn't make a sound. Go up into bed, like every five minutes. <laughs> Making them were like, oh god. So and like, Jess wasn't feeling well. She wasn't having a bad night. Aiden was kind of restless throughout the night. And then Asher's doing that, and he'd get up, walk from one part of the bed, come back. So I think we both combined probably both total. We probably each slept like two hours Sunday night. I was uh. just like. Oh my god, I was so tired. And then Asher kept doing it. So like, I got up and called the vet first thing in the morning. Took him to the vet. They checked him out. Everything checked out okay. They ended up giving him a shot though for like anti nausea, just because that's what it seems like could be the issue. And um, I got him to like drink something when I got home. But then the entire time I was at work on Monday, he didn't eat anything, didn't drink anything. Whenever I got home, he wouldn't eat or drink anything. Finally, I got him to like eat his food, and he had a little bit of water. And then. Um, got through the night. He was still doing that, and I haven't heard him do it the entire time I've been home. So thankfully, I was I was just terrified that there was like something lodged, like some foreign object he had eaten or something that was lodged in his intestine somewhere. But it sounds like he just ate something funky that he shouldn't have that upset mm-hmm. his system. And now he's uh he's pretty much back to normal. He's eating. He's going to the bathroom normally. So knock on wood, <laughs> we're back in yeah, we're back in good shape. So. Wow. Yeah, just never fun when I can't even imagine what it's going to be like when Aiden gets sick. It's hard enough when the dog isn't feeling well, but I can't imagine what it's going to be like when it's my actual, when it's my physical child. I mean, I take care of this dog like it's one of my kids already, but when it's an yeah. actual kid, I'm just going to be like, oh, he's sick and I can't make him better. <laughs> yep. That's what's going to happen. Yep, that's pretty much how it goes. You just feel bad and Mm-mm. like a crappy parent. Can I also say that uh, Huggies are probably the worst diapers ever, ever made. Huggies so. are the absolute worst. Oh yeah, he's in a, a pair because we had him from my diaper party, and uh-huh. every time he poops, it gets in his pants, comes out the back, comes out the leg. Every time, wow. with I don't know what the deal is, because he's like I on think... that stage. He's on that stage now where he like he mm, usually every other day now he doesn't always poop every day, but. So uh, it's like more poop, more powerful poop. So especially oh, if, he's in the, if he's in the car seat, that's what happened. <laughs> yes. Speaking of car seat, okay. So Uh-oh. Aiden turned three months. He was three months old on Saturday. So we went to Holland. Packed him up. We went to the lake shore. Went around Holland. He had some coffee. Walked around, and then we went. So took him near the. Took him by the lake, and we walked him out by one of the lighthouses and everything. While we're driving home, all of a sudden I hear. <laughs> oh no. And Jess is like, would he just poop? I go, yeah. She's like, should we stop and change him? I go, yeah, we better. We don't want him sitting in the car seat all the way home. So I unbuckle him. I pick him up. I'm like, oh, this isn't that bad. Then I go, oh, no. Oh, no. And I can see on his pants his wet uh, spot. I'm like, oh, no. Uh, Bl- blow out. So she, like, holds him up. Pick holds him up. And I, like, pull down his, his sweatpants. And I said, pull him off his socks. It flings him. And then poop, like, and gets, like, oh, no. from my knee. To like my ankle <laughs> is baby poop. I've gotten it on my hands. I mean, it was all over his pants. It blew out the best. So we had to com- completely change them. So again, Huggies, bad. Huggies are bad. So we had our oh man, a significant blowout. So back to loves for us. 
I was gonna say loves loves worked really well for us. I plus mm-hmm. they smell good. This is the kind of podcast, and our listeners are in dire need of diaper talk. <laughs> yeah, I hope nobody's eating so. right now. <laughs> so um, yeah, he's three months old. We did that. Survived the sickness. Hopefully, we're on to better places for the rest of the week. We got the holiday coming up. Uh, while we're on topic of that, speaking of the holiday, we I don't know what's going to happen for Flexipose next week because. Uh, oh, 4th, yeah, yeah. Fourth of July is Tuesday. I I have to work on Wednesday. I don't know when I, you're having you have family. You're having to get together on Tuesday. I don't know when I'll be yep. home on Tuesday. We obviously won't be recording the podcast, so we'll play it by ear. Maybe we'll do a Wednesday. We'll see. Anyway, um, that's going to do it for IRL, I believe. So why don't we just move right along into a little what you playing? That's the death knell for my car. Your death now. Uh, mine isn't that advanced. So I'm just going to keep on blabbing away. Do it. I've been playing ARMS still um, on the Switch, which I've really enjoyed. I've really gotten kind of hooked by the uh, the competitive side, the ranked mode. Um, a lot of fun. And I today when I was playing on my lunch break, I got two people to rage quit. So I guess that means I'm doing something nice. right. Because so, so when, you, when you win, win a match, and you get the option, you can hit continue. Mm-hmm. Or quit, or new challenger. So you hit, if both of you hit continue, you'll keep rematching with that same player and keep facing that same player. So okay. like, for instance, one time, I won a match. We rematch. Then he won a match. And then I was like, okay, let's play again. So we did the rematch, and then like, I was I almost had a perfect in the first round, and then all of a sudden they just stopped moving. I'm like, oh yeah, and then, uh, communication error. It's like, ah, oh, okay, uh-huh. that's how it's gonna be. And like, you really care about you. You don't even like when you lose, you don't even derank that much. So. There's like I think 15 ranks. I'm three quarters of the way to rank nine, so I'm not even like that high. But I mean, it's no joke. It's pretty good competition. I was playing a little bit before, uh, with the show of the show. It's kind of funny because I was really sour on this game leading up to it, but I've had a lot of fun. Yeah. With it. I haven't I haven't played a fighting game. Well, I mean, it counts Smash Brothers, but I don't know this is like so so much different than that. So I haven't played like a fighting game like this in a while. So that that I guess maybe that's part of the allure, maybe. Ooh. Um. Other than that, um, I was trying to play my Xbox, but I still don't have any games downloaded. <laughs> Battlefront's like <laughs> partially installed, so I got to do that whole walk around as Vader and kill everything. But there's a problem. Oh, the yeah. problem is that TV's a 720p, and for whatever reason, so for whatever reason, the screen, all of the screen, the game screen doesn't fit on the TV, and that TV doesn't have a screen adjust feature. And there's nothing mm. in the OS, in the Xbox OS that lets me do that. Like in the Switch, there's a I can adjust the screen size so I can make it fit. But there's nothing on the Xbox that does that, which is kind of a little disappointing. Um, so I still haven't really played anything there. I did watch another episode of in Twin Peaks. Um, still, the verdict's still out. It's not bad. It's not good. I mean, I won't say it's not good. It's not bad. I still <laughs> enjoy it. Um, just haven't not- haven't watched enough of it yet to you know really formulate an opinion. And then I started watching, like, Jess and I are, like, really hungry for a new show. So I started watching on Spike. They have The Mist, which is based on the book by Stephen King, which you might remember was already a theatrical, a full theatrical film. So this is a TV series on that. We watched the first couple episodes, which has been pretty good so far. Um, Same premise. You know, The Mist comes in, attacks this town, and what happens. So uh, that's been enjoyable so far. And then uh, we did watch... Because it was on the the miniseries of it, 
was on, so we recorded oh, that because yeah. Jess hadn't ever seen all of it. So we watched watched some of that. <laughs> some some of that is so difficult to watch because of the filmmaking technique. But I love Tim Curry in that. I, I mean, it's not quite when I was a kid and I watched it, I was just freaked out. But it's not so it's not so freaky now, especially like the big reveal of what it is, and you're like, oh. And then yeah, it just, seems really weird now. You're just yeah. Like, huh? But I'm really hyped for that movie in September. That's going to be awesome. I am too. Remember when I thought it came out in like February for some reason? <laughs> so well, stupid. to 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 further discredit you, you also thought Clint Eastwood and William H Macy were dead. That's true. I need to stop watching Fox News. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that that that's really it for me. I don't think I've played anything else or watched anything else. So. Wow. Oh, I did play some Awesome Knots, and I got told. I, I threw out I threw a dagger out there and I said I'm gonna play as the deadlift the new not the bull guy that I ever played as yeah. I was got told I got told to never play him again because I'm bad and I have no idea how to play that yep. character. Well, that's probably true because you played him for the first time. Yeah, and I was <laughs> I was I wanted to rage. I don't. I remember I, I said something and then I was like, you know, you're you probably said know. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Too pro usually- for me. Yeah. Well, I look. I looked, and I'm in. We're you and I both. We're in League Two. What? Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't realize. Like, I, I thought like the competition had been pretty good. And I was like, oh, we're in like the second. We're in the second best like ranking group right now. No wonder. That's everybody good quit because it was too easy. And I don't know how you're in League Two. You haven't played like in. You haven't even played since I went free to play. So I don't know. I wonder if I wonder if it's just pre place. Like if it would switch my ranking if I logged mm, in. Maybe. That could be. So, I miss that game, but I am also afraid of getting sucked back in because there was a time when we played it almost every night. No, no I could, I can, I could still play it all the time. I, I it's always going to be something I can go back to. You know. So sorry, I've become very <laughs> attached to you. I'm a charge in my laser. It does get annoying playing swiggins all the time, though, because I a lot of time to be competitive. I had to. I'm stuck playing Swiggins or the team comp. I'm like, well, I'll be Swiggins. And I do really well, but it's just like, oh, I'm Swiggins again. So that's why I went deadlift and it went horrible. So, yeah, you, you learned your lesson. Yep. Never so play anyone else. No, never, never play to have fun. Just play to get good. You're bad, kid. Oh, you only got a thousand hours in this game. No wonder. <laughs> Call me up when you're up to 10,000 hours. Then maybe that's we'll right. talk. That's right. Uh, for, Well, for me, the only game I play, I really well i've played a little bit of racing here and there but uh nobody wants to hear about that i did end up um because i had some money on the steam in my steam wallet from selling like a crap load of cards uh one of i find the, it hilarious that people are going to pay money for cards i'd never digital cards why anybody that. does yeah to level up my steam account why because i want a cool background thing on my name or I don't even know what you get but it's nothing good. It's nothing worth trying for. But anyways so I got Mortal Kombat X and uh, I did this because I had Mortal or Mortal Kombat 10 I guess. Um, I liked Mortal Kombat 9. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the story mode. It's cheesy but I, I do I've been a Mortal Kombat fan since the beginning. I remember getting it for the Sega Genesis and uh I mean, I still love the movies, the first one much more than the second one. The second one's, well, the first one's bad, but in a good way. The second one is just awful <laughs> in a bad way. Um, so 
I'm all about that Mortal Kombat, yo. And uh, so I boot this one up and I, I started into the story mode because I'm not really a, I'm not really into like tournament fighter uh, online stuff. I might putz around on there just for fun, but you know, I don't get an arcade stick and, and, and all that stuff because I just, I've never been one for our uh, competitive, like that, that style that uh, like, I know street fighters, a big one and kind of like the, the gem of the uh, tournament fighting scene. But uh, so I played story mode mostly is what I'm saying. And when you do story mode, uh, it kind of you go through chapters and each chapter is a different character and uh it's all kind of based on where the story takes you the story is you know your typical kind of almost comic booky cheesy affair but uh i'm enjoying it well enough it, it's fairly interesting there's a lot of time jumping uh where it goes uh it's like it starts out at like year 0 in the timeline and then suddenly you're 20 years later. So like Johnny cage is like 40 now or, or something. And then of course he has a daughter, which I, I didn't know anything about the story, but I knew those characters like Cassie cage were in there. So I was like, how does he have a daughter? If he's, if these right. characters haven't aged in forever, when he's 49, can he still do the splits and punch people in the nuts? Yes. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. And I think part of it goes into, uh, if you remember each character has like a, a set, like a, a character type that they can be. So like when you pick Johnny Cage, he'll have like a superstar um, mo. Like, I don't want to say mode, but like character. Uh, I don't want to say type because it's, it's a subset of moves that you can customize by choosing your character. And then like one of three different modes, I guess of that character. So you might have like, superstar Johnny who's younger like you remember him then you might have like mm -hmm. old man Johnny who has some different moves but um is a little or has like a different uh outfit or at least that's the way it seems um I think that's how that works anyway but I, I do know for sure that you can pick different uh subgroups of the same character uh so far I there's a lot of new faces in this one you only get to play some of the older ones um like if they come up in the story uh i haven't played as scorpion yet i have played as sub-zero but like he's probably the most recognizable one i've played as um it's it's okay but they made me play as a character called kotal khan he's um he's basically like if you remember shao khan uh yeah. the big the big warrior guy who was the baddie yeah. of from two on, I think, or no three on same, same idea. But so like emperor guy, but, uh, this guy is a good guy, I guess for the sake, for the sake of the story. Um, and his move sets just suck, man. He's, he's not that big, but he, I just can't, it's, it's that move. It's the move sets where like you try to do combos, but a lot of the time you just throw one punch and then you stand there for like two seconds before you can, do anything else and of course the computer is going to ruin you in that amount of time right so right. for some reason with him in particular i've really had an issue with but uh pretty much everybody else i've played with uh johnny cage sonny blade um one of the new characters who who's pretty fluid as far as like stringing together combos and he, and then him and he's been the worst one by far so i don't know if he just fits in that like hulking um strong character where like he has to be slow because he has muscles 
or, or what, but yeah, I don't, I know for sure I won't be picking him. Got to fit the archetype. Soon. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's the game I've been playing. I, I've only played about an hour of that, so uh, I want to dig in a little bit more uh, with that one. But it, it's it's good fun. And then the two things I've really watched, one is F, F is for Family Season 2. I've talked about the show in the past. Yeah. It's like the one set in the 70s. It's got Bill Burr doing the, the voice of the father. It's pretty... It's pretty I, um, think, I think that's in my queue somewhere. I mean, to watch yeah, it. it's on Netflix. Uh, I think it's a net. It's a Netflix original. I think so. And uh, yeah, set in the seventies, kind of a, um, sort of coming of age for the kids at least, and then for the parents, it's like the typical uh, struggles of of that time period. So uh, it's good. I I like it. I I don't know. I don't know what exactly it is. It is about it that I like. I. Part of it I know is that the humor isn't just a derivative of like the Simpsons, the Simpsons or Family Guy or anything like that. It's kind of more of a a family show, in the sense okay. that it's about of a fam about a family, and the the comedy comes from there, not just random like "Hey, remember when?" and the, and pop culture jokes all over the place and everything. So I think that's kind of why I like it. Um, I will add it to my queue. Yeah, it's it's good. It takes a it takes a little bit to get to get into it, but once you start getting into the characters and stuff, uh the dad swears a lot. <laughs> um it is a it is a um definitely I would say what's the TV rating like rated R? I don't know what rated M for mature. Yeah. Is that a TV, TV rating, yeah. I think? Yeah, I'm yeah. audiences. I would say that's definitely the case here so just keep that in mind um and then the other show that i had watched which i had been looking forward to actually netflix did a thing where you can pre-add shows to your list before they come out apparently and i did that because uh i had been looking for looking forward to glow or just ladies of wrestling now i watched the um i watched the documentary of gorgeous ladies of wrestling. So I was aware of this because of that, but I did not know of it before that. So I watched, um, I watched the first episode last night and, uh, I, I enjoyed it. It, it's a little bit, it's not hilarious, uh, yet. (laughs) I don't know if it's going for hilarious, but, uh, it is it is interesting, at least to me. Uh, if you like seeing girl butt, you're gonna see a lot of girl butt. That's for sure, because they're all wearing '80s leotards. <laughs> I don't know why I said that way, leotards. Um, there, well, there's a lot of people that watch this. Like I know Josh, Mister Hashtag Butts himself, like like crushed it and watched the whole thing this past weekend. Justice cousin Dana watched the whole thing and like was loving it. So um, I I had hoped to check it out at some point. I think because her cousin did. Jess is gonna watch it too. So. Yeah, it's good. I was, I'm Mark, interested to see what your what your thoughts are now that I've interrupted mm, them. So, uh, oh no, that's okay. Mark Marin is is good. He's a character that kind of grows on you. He's kind of a. I feel like the first episode is just setting up. Speaking of archetypes, setting up kind of character archetypes for the most part, um, just so that you can kind of get a grips as to like who everybody is because you have quite a large ensemble cast of of women who are uh, playing these wrestlers. And I'm I'm only two episodes in, and I could see why you would binge it because it's only thirty minutes long, and it, it it's pretty good. Um, 
so I'm not into any of like the wrestling or anything yet. So I'm more into like where these characters or at least the main characters are coming from. Like you learn a lot about uh, um, the main character in the first episode. And uh, I don't know it. I, I like it. I, I can't say I love it yet. And I can't put my finger on it as to why I'm enjoying it. Like, I don't know if it's because there's the wrestling aspect or, or what, but um I will say that for a show that's basically about a bunch of women, I don't feel like they went out of their way yet anyway to go, hey, we made a show and we cast a bunch of women. Isn't that cool? Good for us. <laughs> women can do things, too. Like, I'm, I'm fine with I'm fine with that. You know, I'm, I'm fine with a show about women directed by women, written by women, whatever. I, I really don't care. But when like you go out of your way to to be like, aren't we so charitable for doing this? Then I, I'm kind of like, ugh, okay, never mind. Um, so there's none of that, and I appreciate that. So not much to say other than I like it, I guess. I mean, hey, that's all that matters. So. <laughs> I can't quite dig my fingers into any one thing yet. I, I just, I don't know. It's good, and it's getting better. So yeah, I would recommend it. There is a there is sex in it, uh, there is uh, some swearing, uh, so it's definitely something I have to also kind of wait until the nighttime to watch when Isaac's asleep. So yeah, that's the other thing as to why I'm not just like blowing through it personally. Yeah. So yeah, but that's pretty much everything, man. That's uh, that's it in a nutshell. That's it uh, in a nutshell, huh? XCOM t- as well, but that game has gotten really difficult and it pisses me off. So I just kind of have to like quit mid-mission and be like, I'll come back to this later when I'm not angry. So there you go. There you go. Well, hey, that is part of the rundown of the podcast. Now let's take a little break, play a little Overclocked Remix, maybe? Yes? No? And we'll hopefully we can get a Castlevania one for all you... Uh, Probably you lovers out there. Oh so, God! Shall we'll I fire up the randomizer? Oh, oh, okay. Wow, that was really close. It was right on the edge. Uh, hey, guess what? You got your wish. I'm on the edge. <laughs> uh, Super Castlevania Four. How about I give her another spin? Yeah, I think we played that one. It was I'm um. That. I'm just gonna say that every time. Oh, that's fine. Sonic CD: The Madness yes. by. We'll take Ear. that. We'll take that. All right, as Lucas said, our remix comes from Sonic CD. It's called The Madness. Let's get some details. Uh, it's a rearrangement of three songs: Metallic Madness B mix, Metallic Madness P mix, and Metallic Madness. Comes from Sonic CD, released to by Sega, 1993, for the Sega CD. And our music's by, let's see, who's our remixer this week? EAR, Ear. So, this is uh, genre is EDM. It is energetic in mood, and, well, you know, it's probably going to be, it's going to be uplifting. So, if you like this remix, you can find it and many, many more, all for free, mind you, at ocremix.org. Hit up Larry OG. Lion Tamer, Tamer, tell them that Flex Post is awesome. Hey, they even have a Patreon. I haven't checked it out in a while, but I'm sure they could still use more support because it's all for the love of the games and the music. So 
We're going to play this remix. We're going to let you dig it. And we're going to come back and talk some Netflixation. Look at that. I didn't even mix them up. Booyah! Professionalism.
All right, that was Overclock Remix, and now it comes the time for Netflixation. Reminder, we are doing this monthly now. The last show of each month will be Netflixation, and this week was Lucas's pick, Masterminds. Lucas, yes. what did we get ourselves into? Well, uh, we got ourselves into a little bit of a comedy movie, a, a, a heist movie, as it were, sort of. Um and, uh, yeah, so uh, Masterminds, Netflix described it as such. Four dim-witted Southerners pull off one of the biggest heists in American history, robbing $17 million from a Loomis Fargo armored truck. Jason, your thoughts? Yes. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> That's I, exactly I it, what happens. I mean... Yeah, uh, I mean, that's that. No, literally, that's pretty much exactly what happened. Pretty much. I, mean, I almost don't even have to give you a synopsis because, yeah, you have a you have two two um, uh, armored truck workers who, one of which is Kristen Wiig's character, and the other one is uh, Zach Galifianakis, yep. and uh, one of them gets fired, and they decide that they're gonna rob the armored. Well, her her and her ilk decide that they should rob this armored truck using uh Zach Galifianakis's Galifianakis's character named David, I believe. I'm pulling up the IMDb which I had up and then closed like an idiot. Uh, so I don't know the names of these. Uh David Gant, yeah, Zach Galifianakis's character. Uh so they use him basically to to do everything except for he's not the mastermind of this, so to speak, that would be Owen Wilson's character, known only as Steve. Um, uh, Geppetto. Oh, that's right. Call me Geppetto. Shoot. Shoot. I'm going to go to the cops with that. Um, yeah, so they use him. They send him down to Mexico and tell him that they'll, uh, that, you know, they'll join him down there, or at least, uh, Kelly, Kristen Wiig's character will. And, uh, you know, some some hijinks occur. Things don't go as planned because they uh, newsflash. They kind of used him, didn't they, Jason? And that's what he, I had. He was he was the pawn. He was, he was. But he was also the the knight in this story. He was <laughs> the white knight. <laughs> the white knight. That's racist. Um. So. Yeah, that's pretty much, I mean, without giving everything away, because, I mean, honestly, like, he, he, this is based on a true story. I didn't realize that that was the case. I remember seeing trailers well, for this movie and thinking this looks, like, stupid. Loosely, loosely. based on it. Yeah, we'll, we'll learn that about that a little bit later, too. As but, as any any film is, I mean. Well, I really hope he didn't, for instance, shoot a bullet between his own butt cheeks. I hope that didn't really happen, because... I don't know if I would be amazed or just shaking my head at how idiotic that would be. But, uh, yeah, loosely based on a true story. But uh, seeing the trailer, I remember just thinking this looks stupid as hell. But um, why don't we just talk about what we liked, what we disliked, and our, our yeah. picks? Jason, yeah, you know, did you I, like? you know, I, I will agree with you. I, I had that first impression of the trailer, and then when I was just typing up, because when as I was watching this, I was like, well, let's research the actual event it's based on, and I saw the IMDb score, and I was like, oh, 
But for yeah. me, I, like some of the gags, I was laughing out loud. Okay, I mean, I, it doesn't happen a lot for movies, but like when he bites into the tarantula, and then oh, all of a sudden, God, like, yeah. the, the goop just oozes out. <laughs> Spit take almost. I lost. I laughed at that. The pool. The pool scene. Oh, oh. God, that's right. After he had those street tacos. Yeah, that got me going. Um, I love Jason Sudeikis' character. That's just hilarious. Um, oh, yeah, he was great. So, th- like, I I liked a lot of the gags that this film had because they had me physically laughing, and I think that's, for me, that's something to enjoy. There was, like, those got me. Um, mm-hmm. I liked... Uh, and I like that Buzz, Buzz from Home Alone was in this. He was? Yeah, we talked about this last time. I don't He's even the remember one, seeing. He, yeah, he was the one the one of the one of the Steve's buddies there, the one that gets duct taped up there at the end. That's Buzz from Home Alone. Really? Yeah. Oh. I don't remember Home Alone as much as you do apparently because I was probably I was a lot younger than you were when that first came out. Devin Rattray. Retray. Yes, now I remember. He looks exactly the same. Unless this is the current <laughs> picture, in which of course he would. Oh, he was in Nebraska. That was a good movie. All right. Well, anyway, um, I would say <laughs> I mean, I agree with you there, obviously. I I thought it was funnier than the trailer led on to be because like I remember the bullet thing. Uh, being in the trailer and there was some other stuff and and like out of context that stuff isn't really funny to me and I think that's part of the problem with a lot of trailers is that for me I need to know why things are happening and what the characters are like I don't just laugh at things that happen like for instance if they put that diarrhea scene in in the pool in a trailer I wouldn't think that's funny just seeing it in the trailer I would you know what I mean it's almost expected yeah that they would do that. But when they save that for the actual movie and I'm not expecting it and I get caught off guard by it, then yeah, it is funny to me. So I think it's actually a good thing that I let some time pass before watching this and having that initial scoff about, Oh, just another dumbass movie for stupid, simple people or whatever. Yeah. Um, especially because these are all Southern people. So it, it even more seemed like they were just doing it because, uh, southern accents are funny and make people sound stupid, you know. Um, not that I really think that. I just think that whenever there's a dumb character, of course they're going to be from the South because that's what Hollywood thinks is funny, I guess. Um, yeah, I wasn't expecting uh, um, it to be as funny. I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I'm trying to come up with something that I mean, I liked the story, I guess, because it is different enough from what we've been watching lately on Netflixations, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I know it wasn't anything like crazy out of the, you know, twists and turns or anything, but um, it was interesting enough to me because of the characters and everything that I think that the story could be a little, a little simple and everything. I mean, like we said, it's sort of loosely based on a true story, so you you're kind of stuck for the most part with what actually happened um until you decide not to be stuck with what actually happened uh but 
I think for the most part, it all came together as a, as a decent enough story. No surprises or anything, but it's, uh, it was carried along well, I thought. Yeah. Um, Jason, your thoughts, any other likes? No, I've got everything that I wanted to say okay. out in what about, free flow and open. What about some dislikes? You know, these could be classified as didn't picks because I, but unfortunately have it's enough that I'm going to put them as dislikes okay. as much as I enjoyed the performances. I'm getting tired of Owen Wilson and Zach Galifianakis is playing like the same character in different <laughs> roles. Like, yeah, like, like the, this guy was very, like, have you seen um, the detour with him and Robert Downey Jr.? No, I have not. Very similar in mannerisms a little bit to that same character. Okay. Like that he plays in that movie. And then let's face it. Owen Wilson plays like the same guy in every movie. I mean, that's, yeah. just, that's how he's like a cheap Matthew is. McConaughey. <laughs> He's like a goofy, cheap Matthew McConaughey. Um, but beyond that, um, I think everything else would kind of be more of a nitpick. Because I mean, let's face it, this isn't this isn't the most amazing movie you're gonna watch. But right, we, that's not why we always watch movies. And I think if you're gonna watch this movie, you kind of already know that going into it. You're not, you yeah, know, you're I, not going down that route. Um, I kind of. Uh, I, I I think that's all I can pull out for a dislike well, that I can think of, really. I'm, and I might be able to build off what you're going to say. So, Well, I was just going to say that I'm glad that you mentioned that you knew kind of what, what type of film you're getting into. Because I should have prefaced this by saying I watched this directly after finding out my car doesn't work. So I wasn't exactly in the best headspace to... Um, to watch a movie critically, I guess. Um, however, I was able to watch the movie and just turn off my brain and enjoy it. So because of that, I can't really think of anything that I necessarily like or disliked or have a nitpick about, honestly, because wow, I was just, I mean, I, like you said, there, there, it wasn't like I watched anything awesome, amazing, like everybody should run out and watch it. But, it was good enough for me, and and uh, I wasn't in a headspace to just pick it apart and be like, well, you know, I feel like this is uh, playing to my to my sensibilities, even though I don't want it to, and I'm gonna be mad that it did that or whatever. Uh, I don't have my high my snooty highfalutin uh, movie goggles on right now, so <laughs> I just enjoyed off. it for what it was. Yes, that too. Um, so hey, no, good, I can't. Rem- yeah, sometimes you need that, and I mean, I, I don't know. It's kind of like a. Po- I just treat it like a popcorn flick. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because I like going to this like in the trailer. They show the whole scene when they smash the BMW into the gate and some of the other stuff. That was, was funny. Like, that you know- that made me laugh actually. <laughs> so there's stuff like that that I thought like okay, you know, I, I didn't think like kind of just initial thought kind of pushed this movie to the side. Mm-hmm. But then after, now that I've watched it, I mean, there's some talent. I mean, there's some decent talent in there. I mean, you've got oh god, pretty Jandis. much the Ghostbusters. You, you pretty much got the Ghostbusters cast in there. Yes, you know. But you know what? Le- Le- Leslie Jones, uh, Kristen Wiig, who is who does play? Um, what's her name that plays the character you just talked about? Um, oh god, I should remember her. I name. I was saying her name all the time earlier today. But I mean, a lot of talented people in there that they're just hilarious. You know, a lot of great comedic actors and this film had a lot of funny moments I thought so uh I'm getting her very 
No, that's uh, Kate McKinnon. There you go. Thank you, sir. She's hilarious. She did a yes, she is. God, she did a bit on um, on um. Oh, my brain is dying. Crossed wires. She did a bit on. All I can think of is always not sunny because I saw, or always sunny in Philadelphia because I saw Mary Elizabeth Ellis and my mind thought it was her for a second. And then my mind was like, no, she's from always sunny. And then now all my brain wires are crossed. Kate McKinnon did a bit on a show that I watch comedy. Bang, bang. There it is. God brain. Sorry, everybody. That was awful. Uh, where she played like this woman who who was from originally from like Russia and uh but now lives in an American like apartment complex and she just like takes notes on all of the people that live around her and uh, it, it's a hilarious bit. I should just try to find it on YouTube or something cuz she's just the character she played was ridiculous. It made me laugh so much. And then like I don't know, you just then you see her like normally uh not trying to look like an old lady from Russia. And you're just like, holy crap, that's, that's a crazy character transformation. Right. So, yeah, like you said, and then Jason Sudeikis, who I wouldn't have thought could pull off a role like that, but he actually did really, he like seemed pretty creepy at first, but then also kind of turned the corner and was like still creepy, but, <laughs> but like yes. a little bit more lovable, I guess, if that for somebody who kills people. Um, yes, the lovable, murderous hitman. Yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, there is a lot of there was a lot of star power behind this, or a lot of comedic uh, power behind it, and uh, I thought it I thought it was it was just better than I, w- I I think my expect expectations were just so low that I was just like expect like even when you you told know me- I could I could agree with that I think I think the same way maybe. When you told me, like, have you watched the, the Netflixation yet? Like, my heart sank a little bit. You're just expecting like, me to oh, crap God. all over it. Yeah, I was like, how bad is it? I picked another sh- shitty one. Great. And now I have to sit through and watch it knowing it's going to be bad. And then it wasn't really that bad. So let's. All right. Well, if there's no more to say, then let's move on to some IMDb fun facts, shall we? We better yes. have fun doing it. Um, I'll read the first one. You read the second one. How about those? Okay. Apples. Now Delia. this is what we're, this is what we were talking about when uh, we said, well, apparently, you know, you can you can make it true to life up to a certain point. David did not make it back to the United States on his own, as shown in the film. He was actually arrested in Mexico after the FBI traced its phone calls. So much uh, less Hollywood ending if you just yeah. had him get yeah. caught in Mexico. Especially, I don't think there was that whole like romance that romance angle wasn't there and you know, this, this and that, but, um, that doesn't make for an interesting movie, Jason. Exactly. You got to take a little liberties because this is Hollywood and we got to have a story worth watching. So, um, pretty crazy though. It's still like the biggest, like heist in us history, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's crazy. Uh, Yeah. Um, Jim Carrey was attached to play the lead role, but he dropped out and they had to bring in Zach Galifianakis to replace him. I don't know if I would have liked Jim Carrey as I, I really liked Zach Galifianakis as that character. I don't know if I would have liked Jim Carrey as much. I have a hard time seeing him playing a Southern character without him just being like 
his usual goofball self. You know what I mean? Like right. over the top, the mask or yeah. pet detective or something. Although he probably could have done that, done that uh, shooting himself between the buttocks uh, pretty well. <laughs> yeah. In the buttocks. Just yeah. grazed my butthole. <laughs> oh, no, well, very grazed good. my buns. Buns. So, Lucas, do you give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down? I think it's, <sighs> I think I know which way you're going on this. You know, I I do. I give it a thumbs up. I I would say, in in retrospect, probably like a three, probably a three. But for comedy these days, that's a strong three. Yeah. I, I I rarely find comedies. I either are I either love them or I hate them. There's usually no middle ground. So in a way, it was kind of nice to to find one that was just like, oh, that was that was decent. Um, I'd recommend it. Just know what you're going into ahead of time. Just don't like expect to be blown away. It's not gonna be the ha- it's not gonna be. Uh, oh my god. Hangover. Good lord. Ah. It's not gonna be like the Hangover the first time you watch that and be like, whoa, this is comedic genius. Let's do this four more times. <laughs> Right. What about you, uh, Jason? Um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a thumbs up for me. Um, yeah, I mean, as a film, I think I'd agree with that. Three as as a comedic film, I think it ranks up there. It has some good gags that it has, you know, that it throws out there, and uh, some good toilet humor and just some fun, <laughs> some fun stuff along the way. I don't know. It, it was it was good. I mean, who doesn't like a little some little trailer park comedy? You know? Yeah. No kidding. Love you. Oh gosh, I, I didn't mean. Wow, um, I've been I've been slacking, folks, because I'm supposed to pick something that we're gonna watch next month. So sweet lord. <laughs> oh, but uh, the problem the problem with picking something now and then it watching it gone. a month later, it might be gone, or there might be something better in its place. I would say you know we what? still pick something two two uh, months out, or you can pick something now if you want. To. I got something that I know is gonna be around. Oh, sweet lord! And I've seen it, but I want to watch it again. You know oh, what Lord. that's going to be? No. Do you know what that's going to be? No. Are you ready? I don't yes. think you're ready. Are you still I don't think picking you can, one? I don't think, <laughs> nope, I know what it is. I don't think you can handle. Where's my list? Where is my list? Oh, Moana is on here. Yeah, you should watch it. That's good. I, I want to. That's a list. My <laughs> list. Here we go. I am picking the John Carpenter classic, <gasps> Escape from New York. Oh, that's on my list actually already. So that works for me. That will be on here forever. I swear they'd sign a lifelong deal for that just to be Snake Plissken, baby. In which Netflix describes as an ex-con's life depends on breaking into the biggest jail in America and then breaking out again. Whoa. Is this the <sighs> um cuz they did Escape from New York and then Escape from LA, right? That's yeah, the th- Yeah, this is the original. Okay. Then they did from like Escape from L.A. like what I think like nineties. Yeah, and everyone didn't like it as much because it's. I expect feedback from Robopig on this because this is this is his jam. I feel like uh, Escape from L.A. Yep, was nineteen ninety six. Wow. That is a lot. That is a long time to wait to make us another. Which is funny because Escape from New York released in 1981 and it was set in 1997. <laughs> Good lord. So. Talk about waiting for a sequel 19 years later. Apparently they're making right? a remake. 
directed by Robert Rodriguez. Oh God! Because of course have a gun for a leg. Because of course they are. Yeah, it's a character with an eye patch that's right up my alley. So we will celebrate the Fourth of July month, and we will be watching that, and we'll talk about it next month on Netflixation. Sorry, Josh, we are not going back to bi-weekly just yet. It's true. We ain't got time for that. I'm trying to make a show about not Netflixation. Not Netflixation. Yeah, not Netflixation. So, uh, community grab back wise, you know, uh, nothing podcast worthy, but we did just want to say, hey, thank you to all of you that engage with us on social media. We've had a lot of crazy conversations. You've reached out to us, and we enjoy uh, ch- chatting away. And, you know, just keep on keeping on because it's all fun and games until t- someone gets butt hurt. Like, how it works. Never mind. I was going to make a really out of taste joke. Because you said mm. butt hurt, so. Well, this is flexible. I mean, we do kind of go hand in hand with. Butts. Out of taste. Ooh, oh, hashtag butts. Uh, we said it. We gave him too much card already. So, so hey, that is gonna be the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. We always appreciate it. Hit us up on iTunes. We'd love to see a review from you. Go up on the page. Uh, Lucas and I also produce, star, direct, animate special effect dies an awesome youtube series <laughs> called battle of the beer that you can find at youtube.com slash battle of the beer you should Fought like it subscribe one. and tell all your friends and uh we occasionally do stuff for play some video games.com so check that out as well and until next time folks remember help control the pet population have your pet spayed <laughs> or neutered i am jason lacy that is lucas rose lucas sign us off You've been listening to Fluxtaposed, a Fluxtaposed Studio production. Uh, please leave any donations in the tip jar. Thank you. Boom.